Hi, and welcome to the Movement and Mindfulness Podcast with me, Erica Webb of Erica Webb Yoga and Pilates. In this podcast, I, along with my guests, will explore what it means to move as an act of self-kindness and self-discovery. We'll look at the ways movement, mindset, and mindfulness support us to be and do the things we so desire in the world. I truly believe that movement has the ability to expand our capacity to show up for the things that are important to us. And I'm here to help you embrace the idea of movement as a powerful tool for wellness, rather than just another thing you think you should be doing. I'm thrilled you're here. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to episode 37 of the Movement and Mindfulness podcast with me, Erica. As always, I am thrilled to have you here with me. And today we are diving into a conversation about motivation. And I have cheekily sort of referred to motivation as, you know, the friend who doesn't text you back. Because motivation is something that can be incredibly fickle. It is not something that we can rely upon as a given to get us, you know, doing the thing that we want to do. So we're going to talk about this from the perspective of creating a practice, whether it be yoga, Pilates, somatics, something else, but why motivation maybe isn't actually working to create the practice that you want. So when we think about it, motivation is, you know, the desire to do the thing. And most of us don't feel that motivated much of the time, really, if you think about it. We feel motivated to do some stuff, um, but usually it's become habit. So things like, you know, brushing your teeth, you might not consciously want to do it, but you do it because it's a habit. Um, same with, you know, most of the things that we do in our life. And then, you know, we want to start something new. We want to do yoga. We want to do that class. And suddenly it's like pushing crap uphill. We don't know how to make it work. And part of the reason for that is because motivation really isn't enough. We can't rely on motivation when it really just sort of like leaves the building whenever it wants. So what is the like antidote to that? How do we get around the fact that motivation is, you know, like not something that we can rely upon? Here's what we need to do instead, or at least how I think about it. Motivation is, you know, feeling inspired, I suppose, or sort of having that kind of like inner push to go and do something. What I think works even better is understanding why you wanted to do that thing in the first place. So from a yoga point of view, perhaps you want to do a yoga class or you want to create a yoga practice because, you know, you're feeling really tense and you are stressed and overwhelmed and your body is sore. And so you think maybe yoga would help. What I think is really helpful is then to sit down and write a list of all the things that you think you're going to like get as a result of doing that thing. And then use that list to help you decide whether or not you want to do that on any given day. I find this really effective if you're like, "Mm, I really should go do a yoga class, but I kind of don't want to. And then if you think about it, if you sit and you think, okay, what, why did I want to do this in the first place? It's not just, not just to add another thing to my to-do list because, you know, we're not in the habit of just creating long to-do lists for the sake of it. But you know, was the reason because I'm feeling really tense and actually doing a yoga class is going to help me feel better. Do I want to feel better? Yes. I'll get on my mat. 
And so having an understanding of why we're showing up for ourselves can be really helpful. The other thing that I find really useful is to watch out for that pesky wood, wood, (laughs) pesky word, should, should, or I have to, or like I really should. These are all kind of like hints that we're moving from a place of like push and almost punishment because there's a there's a heaviness to those words. What I think is often more true is I want to or I could. And so if you're walking around all day thinking, oh my gosh, I haven't fit in my yoga class and I really should, I have to, I have to do that class today. I haven't done one all week, blah, blah, blah. blah. It does not push us to do it in a way that feels good, in a way that feels kind, in a way that feels sustainable. But if we switch out our language a little bit and we say, I really want to do a yoga class, then we will find the time. We will make the time because we want to do the things that we want to do. Same with I could do X, Y, Z, because you know, then you get the choice. You recognize that, yeah, actually I could do that. I do have the choice. It feels a little bit more in your court, like you have a little bit more control. There's two more little steps to this. One is this idea of self-integrity. And that really is just commitment, I suppose, doing the thing that you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it. And it sounds so simple when we put it like that. But the reality is that for most of us, we're often not in self-integrity. We're often not committed to these things that actually will make a difference to the way that we feel. And so how do we do that? We just do it. Uh, And I, I, you know, I say this from a place of as being someone who doesn't always do it. I'm not always in self-integrity. But I don't think that there's a magic way to do it other than just making the choice to do it. And one of the ways that we can kind of help ourselves along, I suppose, is to like book things in, to like make space for them in our lives. But then we still have to show up. We still have to do it. And I think when we are really struggling to do it, often it just shows us where our priorities are perhaps a little bit not exactly what we thought. We do make time for the things that we are we are prioritizing. Um, and there's just, you know, there's no two ways about that. Um, the really lovely thing with a movement practice is that it doesn't have to take you all day. A 10 minute movement practice done regularly is going to be worth a heck of a lot more in terms of how your body feels and how your mind feels than one 60 minute class every month. And so, you know, being in integrity with a commitment to do 10 minutes, you know, we can all find 10 minutes. Um, And so when we can't commit to that, then we have to question like, is this really that high on my priority list Um, or is there something else going on? And finally, that kind of ties into this last idea of like, is it actually practical? Is what you've set yourself up for actually a practical, doable thing? As I said, it's easier to set yourself up for a 10-minute session than it is to say I'm going to do 60 minutes every single day of my life. If it's not sustainable, if it's not practical, the reality is you're not going to do it. And so how do we set ourselves up for a sustainable, practical, actually doable thing? One of my favorite books is um, Atomic Habits by James Clear. And in it, he talks about how to kind of like set yourself up to create really good habits. Well, you know, not even good habits, just habits if you want to create a habit, because that's the thing. Habits are not good or bad. They just either lead us in the direction of what we want or they don't. And um, 
you know, in that book, he has lots and lots of tips around how to actually create a habit that sticks or even break a habit that you're trying to break. And so I really highly recommend that, especially if you're finding it hard to stick with the things that you're, you know, committing to, to yourself. So that's it. They're my tips. Switch out, should and have to with could and want to. Understand why you want to do these things in the first place. Why is it that you want to have yoga practice? Be in integrity with yourself as much as you possibly can, which means committing and just following through. And, you know, making that practical and sustainable so that you can actually do it. And of course, underpinning and sort of umbrellaing all of these ideas is the idea of kindness, doing all of it from a place of self-kindness because you want to feel good in your body and in your mind. So that's it from me today. If you um, have a minute, I'd love you to hit subscribe. I'd love you to um, head over to Apple Apple Podcasts if you can, if you're on there. Um, leave me a rating, leave me a review. I would absolutely love to hear how these ideas are landing with you. I'll be back on Thursday with a guest and I'll talk to you really soon. Come over and find me on Instagram, Erica Webb Yoga, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.